This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host for my heart radio, Carla Marie. Each week, I talk to someone new following a passion outside of their day job. Sometimes these people take that passion, that side hustle, and they turn it into their full-time job. I've been doing this podcast for almost two years, and this past weekend, I celebrated the 100th episode with a live podcast. We've never done a live podcast before, and it was amazing. Now, you're not going to get to hear that episode for a few more weeks when it is in the spot of the 100th episode. But this is what happens when you do things live. You got to do it with the calendar and when you can get people there. So it was a lot of fun. I'm really excited to share that episode with you. If you came, thank you for checking it out. If you didn't, you'll still get to hear it. This week, we actually have two guests. Annie and Danae are friends who created their own organic dog treat company. They each have their own day jobs. And by night, they are making dog treats in the kitchen. Check them out, BarkoBite.com. This is the story of BarkoBite. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. 
Joining me today are Annie and Danae, and you guys are in Florida, correct? Yes, yes, we're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Nice, where it's, I'm sure, much warmer than it is here in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're, we're super far, which is really cool. But the cool part about your company, Barco Bite, is that people from anywhere can order and, and give their dogs all the love. So one of you explain to me what Barco Bite is. So Barco Bite is an organic dog treat company. We really pride ourselves on our ingredients. So we have the freshest ingredients. We really care about what is going into our animals as well as other people's animals. So it's really important that we make sure that what we're putting in is not just with love, but it's actually like of the earth. And so that's like really key for us. So when I see organic at the store and I'm buying bananas, I know exactly I'm getting organic bananas, but how does that translate into dogs and dog treats? Because when I see organic dog treats, I would never even think that was a thing. It's becoming a bigger thing now than it was before. I mean, more people are very conscious of what they feed their dogs, the ingredients that they're giving their dogs, because there are more dogs that have a lot of health issues Mm -hmm. and you want to combat that with giving them the healthiest ingredients. And to add to that, it's like when you're going to a store and you're concerned about what you're putting into Mm -hmm. your body, that's why we're so passionate about what we do because equally they should be eating what, you know, what we're eating. Listen, I've got two cats that are literally my children at this point and and I get it. So then question, can my cats eat what you make for dogs? Well, actually there is a treat that we just came out with. It's our jam and salmon jerky. So basically these um, jerky strips, wild caught salmon, peas, just all the good stuff. You've got organic parsley. We've put vitamin E in there as well just to help with health. Rosemary extract is our main source of a preservative. So it all natural 100% 100% organic. Everything is super awesome for your pets. So cats can actually nice. in that as well. Yeah. Okay. So this is obviously a side hustle for both of you guys. Now, I don't think that you guys grew up wanting to have a, do you call it a dog bakery? Like what do you call Barco Bite? I just call it a dog treat company. Yeah. Okay. So this wasn't something you grew up wanting to do. So let's get into how the heck this started. First of all, yeah. how do you guys know each other? I'm originally from California. I moved here and I had an internship at a creative studio here in Florida. And Annie had started working shortly after that yeah. there and in accounting. And so we met each other, but we didn't really know each other. Yeah. And it wasn't until after I left the company that we really connected. Yep. Annie has an amazing background in like culinary arts. So like her expertise and then my background in business and marketing communications sort of just like meshed together. And yeah. one day we were in her kitchen and we're like, We both have been passionate about like entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of like identifying what that would be. Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of how it happened. It's funny. A lot of people say that like I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted my own thing. I mean, that was even me with this podcast for a while. I knew I wanted a podcast, but I didn't know what I wanted to be about. And ironically, it has now become my side hustle. So it's cool to have, I I understand and have that need and want to have your own thing and that entrepreneurship. But did you guys know you would work well together in something like this? 
we were good friends, yeah. so we knew that, like, naturally, it was sort of organic, yeah. no pun intended, for us to just, like, <laughs> become good friends, and then working together, it just sort of naturally happened, yeah. and it wasn't an issue, it was more of, like, an inspiration and this, like, creativity, and, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do next, let's try this, like, we, we had nothing to lose, because we were just doing what we loved. Yeah. Well, now, you said something about a culinary background. In my mind, I never would think you would need a culinary background to make dog treats, but it may makes total sense like you're saying yeah well i mean technically you sh- i think it makes an important like it does let's say that i did the actual baking you would not want me to do okay, to so- touch because there's like a certain science to the shape of the treat the thickness yeah. of it so like her understanding measurements and understanding the, the amount of great ingredients yeah. and understanding food food science food you know wow. Food safety, like all those things matter as they would for us, you know, when we're eating our food as humans. But Annie, you obviously had a love for culinary and culinary arts, but that's not what you were doing. So when did that kind of switch? I've always had a love for the culinary arts. Like even as a child, I would be in my parents' kitchen making cupcakes, just, you know, getting into it, making their dinners to the point where my mom was like, all right, I'm going to take a step back. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, we all take the safe route sometimes in terms of you Career, know, yeah. your career and that's what I did but then I was just like you know what there's something in me that's just not happy and the minute I enrolled and I did my first class I was just in love and just getting to learn the techniques just learning how different ingredients benefit your body and how do you make things beautiful on a plate it just so when you were doing culinary classes you weren't doing that full-time you still had your day job while you were doing the culinary. i still had my day job and i did that night so all my culinary classes were done at night so as soon as i left work i put my chef costume on and i'm boop i was out okay so so annie Annie, you're the one that's doing all the cooking danae you said people aren't going to want to eat your treats so then (laughs) (laughs) what explain what your role is for barco bite so my role is more of the marketing communications pr side of things as well as business so i'm think of me on the back end so you know doing things from our website to our all marketing um you know communicating with vendors and things like that and just sort of having an idea in terms of like my experience with design and just understanding visually the aesthetic and what people want and understanding like a white bag looks good versus a yellow bag and like just the little subtle details that someone who may not have that experience wouldn't you know, consider it to be important and relevant. So it's it's more of that. Well, I do want to compliment you on the packaging because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's pretty. And like, that's not normally where my brain goes when I'm looking yeah. at animal yeah. treats. So right. I, seriously, it really, it makes a difference. And you are right. You do have white packaging and it it's kind of like that refreshing look and it, it pops. And I do have treat bags that are yellow and yours do <laughs> look prettier. So it's funny that you said that. So great job on that. I really, it does look great. But it's funny that you guys really have very separate roles because there's a lot of creative people that I'll talk to on this podcast. And there's the side that Danae, that you do, that they're like, it was so hard for me to do that. You know, you have this passion, you have this creative thing that you love. Oh, but it's a business and there are numbers and all of this and marketing involved. So it's cool how you guys have kind of meshed together and really done what you're best at and just go with that yeah it's crazy have you ever had a point where 
and I don't want this to get awkward, but has there ever been anything where you guys have disagreed on and how have you handled that? Because I know it's hard to work with sure. a friend. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, I think with any business or any opportunity that you come together with someone, yeah. Yeah. that you're going to have your challenges, you're going to have your road bumps. But at the end of the day, if we understand that, like, what is our purpose? What is our goal? Business is business. Yep. How are we helping our consumer and our customer? Smart. At the end of the day, that's what matters. Yeah. So we have to put our issues or whatever challenges aside and just focus on okay we may not agree that this looks this way or we may not agree that this treat is like the one right but we have to understand like all right we're gonna test we're gonna learn we're gonna grow ultimately you know we want to drive the business so that's our main concern well you said you always wanted to have a business but then why did this click like why dog treats we were in my kitchen as we are actually just sitting at this very table <laughs> That's now, awesome. as we usually do. And I had a bag of dog treats and something that I was interested in getting into anyway. And we were just looking at it and then we're like, you know what? We could do we this. Can Why do are we this? doing this? Yeah. yeah. So that's how that came about. So we just took off running. We came together. We were like going through names. We were shouting out bark. Yeah. Bite like uh, it rough. was crazy. We yeah. had a journal. We bought like yes. a journal. We were just writing everything that came to our mind, and we actually accomplished so much in one night. Yeah. Like, a whole like rough draft of a business plan yeah. by the end of like that one day yeah. and by the next day we were like all right we're doing this thing yeah and there was no turning back at no. that point it's crazy what you can do in one brainstorming session and when you yeah. actually focus when you've got someone to bounce ideas off of and not just be alone in your thoughts it's yeah. wild what you can get done so from that day when you guys said hey we want to do this to the day you officially launched how long was that time period about a month. Yeah, four weeks, four to five weeks. Yeah. And like, we didn't have everything in order. Like we weren't, it wasn't like, you know, where we are today, but like understanding and that's that business side, like understanding that just get it out there. And then from there, you're going to just build it and make it better. Right. Like things are going to change. We don't have our original packaging. Like we had a different look, like, so things are going to evolve and they're going to continue to evolve. And so we had the understanding and knowing that let's just get it out there. Let's see. Like happens. bites, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and and just go from there. Yeah, people can go to barcobite.com obviously to shop and and see the pretty packaging and obviously get the yes. amazing dog treats. Like, how do you guys decide on what treats to put out there? Like, who is testing them? So <laughs> we have our, a lot of dogs. So yeah. I have four dogs. Okay, all right. They where are they right now? How are they so quiet? My husband is keeping them quiet okay. right now. In the they're other very room. lucky because <laughs> they would be going crazy if they were out there. But. Yes. So I test them on my dogs and not only do I test them on mine, but we test them on friends, mm-hmm. coworkers. coworkers. So we put it out there um, before we actually launched just to make sure that, you know what, dogs actually like yeah. this. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's beneficial for them. They're doing really well with the treats. Mm-hmm. And we hear so many cool stories yeah. like just from our friends and now customers about how their dogs are like so excited to have the treats, cool. how... Um, You know, health situations have been turned around based on the diet that they started to implement. So we, you know, getting that feedback is sort of what um, makes us 
you know, happy and that like fuels our passion yeah. for what we do because we know that we are actually making a difference yep. um, and seeing, you know, the lives of these pets turned around. So like for that, for us, that's, that's cool. Like, that is really cool. Have you guys ever tasted one of the treats? Yeah, we taste all of them. We have to I taste all of them before we even put them out there. Yeah, yeah. And they're okay. pretty good. Like people ask us whenever we're doing events, like on the weekend and they're coming up to our table. Sometimes people think they're like, ice cream for them yeah like, they think that it's a product for like humans and not that it, it isn't because like our motto of it, if, if it's good enough for us right. it's good enough for them so we do taste them and there are times where we're like mm, no it needs yeah. a little bit more of this yeah. or let's sort it. of hold back <laughs> yeah but we taste all of them yeah it's just been such an amazing journey, journey so far but Listen, I, I just want to say that my dogs, every single morning, every single morning, I have my own little set of treats that I, I keep just for them. They will sit there and wait. Wow. I have, I have a Roddy who will like moan and groan <laughs> until she actually gets one. And I think the other little ones, like, they get her all hyped up just <laughs> so I can, you know, go over there and give them all the treats. It's, it's cool. crazy. Yeah. Every single morning. Well, Danae, so. you mentioned ice cream, and I know you guys have been in business for two years, so you didn't launch yeah. with ice cream and jerky and treats. So no, how did no. all of this other stuff unfold? So we started with our biscuit, like the dry biscuit treat. Yeah. Um, and then we actually had that for a while. Like I would say yeah. almost a whole year yeah. before we even got to, yeah, like we had a larger selection of those. And then from there, based on sales, we said, all right, let's pull back on this. Let's mm -hmm. add more of this. And so we sort of made those optimizations. And then from there, Annie was like, well, let me just test out, you know, some other things. And she would see products that are in stores mm. and say, okay, well, if this company is doing this, I wonder how we can try it and, you know, make it in an organic way. Why aren't we testing this? And then just, you know, getting inspiration that way and just doing our research. And Annie's been super good about that. And so she'll like call me and say, oh my gosh, I have this idea. Like I'm going to do this pumpkin spice, like ice cream pop. <laughs> like what? So, uh, so she's like, yeah, just let me, let me test it. And then you can come and see. And like, that's sort of just how yeah. it happened. <laughs> it's funny. Like making ice cream for humans is hard enough you guys right. like made it even harder okay for an animal and you can't ask them how it is it's kind of crazy right. but obviously you know that they love it but it is cool to see all the things you've done and you haven't stopped so i'm excited for you to explain how you're doing this next uh, venture the skincare line well, so there are so many dogs out there with different types of skin conditions. Mine as well. I have a little chihuahua who was always super itchy mm -hmm. and he was just like, there was really nothing wrong with him. He eats the best food because we'll make them fresh food as well. But yeah, they're just, it was a problem. They're like people. Yeah. yeah. And my cats have dandruff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so one of the things that I've noticed just in the products that we purchased for our dogs in the past. Uh... <laughs> I know. I Yes. And so everyone's listening knows what's happening. My cat is driving me nuts right now. So I just had to move her because she is scratching the screen. And yeah, I, this is the perfect podcast for this to happen. Yeah, right now. Awesome. No, um, it's great. But yeah, so they, my cats have dandruff. And like you're saying, there's a lot of animals that have different things that we don't we don't think about as humans. Yeah, we don't think about it. And um, a lot of the products out there, even the organic products, you know, believe it or not, they have small traces of uh, formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, wow. 
yeah, to preserve them. And that really, I don't know. I don't no feel good. comfortable doing that to my dogs. No. So I don't even feel comfortable doing that on my own. Why would skin. you? Yeah. I just came up with this balm of ours and it's been super cool. We're working on an anti-itch spray as well, but you can kind of take a look and yeah. it's like this little tin. But it looks like been, lush, like lush yeah, cosmetics, yeah. but for yeah. pets. What? Yeah. Okay. So the ingredients that I chose, yeah. you know, um, are beneficial. Antifungal. They help with moisturize. They help heal. So it's just a lot of different wonderful things. Okay, can this cats product. use that? <laughs> yeah. Yay. I mean, I don't see why not because mm-hmm. you know what? It's possum body bomb. So. You know what? Cats do have little paws. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's really cool. It can be used on their nose, Mm -hmm. on their bellies, on their skin. I usually take some, put it in my fingers, and I'll kind of rub it in between, like, their skin, like, their face, inside their ears, on their paws, and their pads. And just, yeah, they love it. And it's just, it's soothing and calming as well. So, well, pets need to be pampered too. So, this is they do. We like to say, um, if you can't bring your dog to the spa, we'll bring the spa to them. Oh, okay, ladies. <laughs> I like that. So, what kind of research did you guys put into all of this? I mean, from the treats to a skincare line, like, where do you even start? Reading a lot of the health books and going to the vets. When I started this journey with Danae, I took them all to get their blood tests just in case. Because you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you're giving a dog a treat on a daily basis. You know, you never know how that affects them. That's smart. So that's one of the main things that I wanted to achieve is just to make sure that they are healthy and they this is actually helping them. And it's beneficial. So a lot of reading, a lot of asking questions. How did you get people to start buying your products? How did you market it? What, like, what was that like? Uh, Danae, <laughs> obviously, this is Danae's yeah. forte. Instagram is always great. But yes. I know you guys but, had a ton of orders at first. How did that happen? Yeah. So honestly, it was word of mouth. So think about like today yeah. and, you know, any product. If you're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Let me tell my friend. And then from there, it's sort of like naturally happened yeah from our family to like at the beginning yes. it was like all of our family members like <laughs> the first aunts, orders aunts, yeah <laughs> and then from there they would tell their co-workers and then their co-workers so it was honestly it was word of mouth and then more of the digital marketing sort of came secondary okay. from there it's just been growing and then us being able to be involved in local community yeah. events um and like tabling events like that really putting a face to our brand and and being there and allowing people to have their pets come and try them in person. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. That actually like helped us a lot. Their people have actually come to try them as well. <laughs> so <laughs> we would have our little treat samples. samples out in the front and you wouldn't believe just like People will just come up, take yeah. a treat sample, pop it in their mouth. Like, okay. Yeah. And at <laughs> one point, we actually had our samples out and open, and we would let the dog choose which one. Oh. Yeah. So that was really cool for us to see firsthand which which, which treat that they preferred. Yeah. And that was cool. And that was cool for the owners because a lot of owners were like, oh, my dog doesn't like veggies. My dog doesn't like peanut butter. But they would pick that treat. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, oh. Well, I can buy a bag. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like it was just this um, marketing from the, the 
animals themselves. That's yeah. really cool. I can't, like I want you guys to go on Shark Tank, but I also don't because I want you to just own all of your stuff. On yeah, like, but it's such a great idea, and it's really cool what you've done. Um, but tonight earlier you mentioned something about coworkers are the people who you'll have test out the dog treats and obviously family members too. What is it like? You each still have day jobs. What is it like in the office telling people that you have this other thing that you care about? So at first I was a little hesitant because I didn't want to be that person that's like, hey, I have this side hustle. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know, I also do love my job. So I was hesitant at first, but I did tell my closer coworkers about it. And from there, they're the ones who started talking about it. And before you know it, like the CEO was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Can I have samples for my dog? Like, yes, you can. Now it's like, yeah, our, my CMO is like, uh, when are we going to have um, treats for uh, our company? So it's it's funny how things like just sort of naturally yeah. happen without like, you know, pushing it and being like, hey, check out my Like, stuff. do it. Here, take it. Please. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Annie, what about you at work? Are people supportive or was it weird at first? Oh, no, definitely very supportive. I mean, I I work in a creative space, so they are all about, you know, having your own creative Venture. venture, your own creative journey. So, yeah, everybody was totally supportive giving out treats to mm-hmm. whoever had dogs. And, and they even come to our events. Yeah, they do. That's great. How yeah. many, how much time a week do you guys think you spend on Barco Bite? From nine to five, I would say Danae and I wear our corporate hats. Yeah. Then from there, we are Barco Bite. We're always, she's always going into the website, trying to make different uh, edits. And I'm over here trying to come up with new treat ideas and, you know, new skincare lines, reading on new books and just, you know, going through, yeah, my dogs and just figuring out what do you guys like? Tell me, Mm -hmm. give me information. Do you guys still handle all the shipping? Yes. Yeah, we do everything. Yeah, like nice. every single part of our business is done in house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fancy! I like that. Very yeah. uh, 2020 of you to say that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Are you guys sold in stores? Yes. yes. So we are sold in a couple of local stores here in South Florida. The first one is Wolfgang, so that's one of the chains, and then another one is Pet in Mind. Um, but we've got other stores scouting us out. So we're, we're getting emails left cool. and right. Cool. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So next stop, hopefully Whole Foods at one time, at some time later on in the future. It'll yeah. happen. So, Put it out there. Hey, that exactly. is one thing I've Whole learned Foods, in this podcast. If you're listening, you're yeah. awesome. Whole Foods. You never know. Um, Wax Cabin Candle Co. was on my podcast last year and she got her big break because she was listening to Elvis Duran in the morning show forever ago and something happened where she called in and mentioned what she did as her side hustle way before I ever started this podcast and a buyer for anthropology I believe was listening and somehow got in touch with her and put in an order for like 500 something candles and she was making them in her basement she was like oh my god so you never know yeah. i'm not saying that someone from whole foods listens but you never yeah, know no, 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 no. Um, you never know yeah, but, but never speaking know. of elvis that is how we got connected so i love talking about networking on this podcast and just reaching out to people whenever you can i was on elvis's show visiting so for the people who listen to this podcast and 
don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I host a morning show here in Seattle for iHeartRadio. But before that, I was a part of another morning show, Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Nationally syndicated. You guys get him in Florida. I was back visiting my family there. And we went on the air and we talked about this very podcast. And Annie, you were listening and you heard me talking about always needing people who have side hustles. Yeah. And then you called in, right? Because I didn't get to talk to you. No, I didn't call in. I actually, oh. I, I sent an Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. So you heard <laughs> me mention it on the air and, but yeah. you heard the podcast before. What about it that day made you reach out to me? Do you know what? I just, something in me was just like, you know what? Let me give this a try. Why not? I mean, we love what you're doing and I love the Elvis Duran show. And, you know, I love that you actually, you also got your own break in doing what you're doing with uh, Anthony and it's inspirational. So why not? You know, I'm glad you reached out Danae when she was like, Hey, I'm reaching out to this girl about her podcast. You're like, what are you talking about? I was like, what's her Instagram? <laughs> Cause that's what we say about everything. I know I will admit I went to Barco by Instagram before the website, which is scary yeah. to think about, but yeah, I mean, but that's what happened. Yeah. Do you get a lot of, you notice a lot of business coming from Instagram? Yeah. yeah, we get so many DMs more than we do yeah. like um, through a website yeah. contact page. So it's kind of cool how just being in the digital space, like how things have sort of evolved and transformed and things that we originally thought would happen in a certain way don't necessarily happen that way. Yeah. And so understanding just that space, that helps our business as well, mm-hmm. because then we can promote a different way. We can understand how how it works and how our customers like to see information and like to get you know, photos and things yeah. like that. So it's true. I listen, we all shop through Instagram. And when you see the pretty packaging, yeah. you sucker us into it. You're doing a yeah. great job. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So what is next? The skincare line. And then what crazy thing do you want to do? I, you know what? The sky's the limit. I mean, we'd love to have a storefront, you know, kind of go down that road, have our, our treats and whole foods and, you know, your, all of your lovely organic um, supermarkets. There's just so many things. I mean, we want to help with rescue. We want to, there's just like, it's yeah. Possibilities yeah, are, possibilities are endless. endless. Yeah. Do you ever think you'd leave your day job to just make Barco bite your full-time job? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, to your coworkers who may be listening to this, um, they still love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all know that, you know, if, the opportunity came up that we would make this our full time. That's cool. That's cool. I love that you're like in it right now. I mean, it's, it's only been two years when you think about how much you guys have accomplished in two years. That's crazy. So what would you say to Annie and Danae two years ago, as you guys were just coming up with this idea, like what piece of advice would you give yourselves? This is like cliche. Say it. Say it. Like just, live out your dream, live out your passion. Um, Don't let other people dictate what your potential is and follow through with that. Like at the end of the day, as long as you're doing what you love and staying true to yourself, that's what matters. Annie, you're not getting off with that one. (laughs) Put me on the spot. Um, I'm glad the way things went, you know, everything has been such a learning curve and, you know, we have, you know, gotten to know a lot about each other as partners. 
friends. And the two-year ago me, I would say, would follow down this same path because we need to to learn from our achievements and our mistakes. And it's so I I would keep it as is just as we are. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. I know it's evening right now in Florida. So Thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. And I'm excited for everyone to go shop. BarcoBite.com. Yeah, I know. Thank you We're for so having excited. us. You're Thank welcome. Thank you so much. You can help out a small business. Go to BarcoBite.com. Anna and Danae have big dreams, big things they want to do. They can only do it if you support them. So it's BarcoBite.com. I know you know a dog or even a cat would love their treats. And remember, you can always send me questions, comments, concerns, guest ideas. It's sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. Either myself or producer Houston will get back to you. Until next week, keep hustling. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.